Hey everybody, Real Good Podcasts, back at it. Now, we got an interesting story for you guys today. I think you're going to like this one. Now, this is uh, a bit of an illegal story, so don't come at me, um, and don't get mad at me, okay? So, long time ago, um, I, uh, not super long, but yeah, maybe when I was like 14, uh, maybe 15, I don't know, 14, 15, somewhere in there. Uh, I had a, uh, you know, some friends in Tennessee. <clears throat> and, you know, they lived kind of in like a, a neighborhood, but also had like a big farm right next to it or whatever. And uh, so they had a farm that had a big um, barn that was, you know, in the middle of the land, the property. And it wasn't their their farm or their barn. It was somebody else's. It was their neighbor's. And... Uh, their neighbors grew tobacco in the barn. So they would just grow the tobacco. If you've never seen how tobacco has been, um, you know, farmed or whatever, you grow the tobacco, you cut the plant down, you hang the tobacco by little sticks in a barn, and then it just dries out and, um, I guess, just rots and becomes really dead and dry. And then you get it and then just, like, I guess crunch it up, I guess crunch up the leaves or something, and then it becomes smoking tobacco or whatever that you can put in cigarettes. But yeah, that's what they had there. So during the off season, when the tobacco wasn't in the barn, um, it was just like a, a barn that was empty. It had a bunch of hay in it, but no, it wasn't really being used. It was just kind of there. So we would go in there a lot and just like hang out, you know, whatever. It was just a fun little place to go. It was old as dirt, just so you know. The The barn was ancient. It looked like it was going to fall down any day, but surprisingly, it was sturdy enough to hold itself up. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so we'd hang out in there a lot. A lot of times we'd shoot fireworks in there, you know, just mess around, do whatever. Just what stupid kids do. And, uh, yeah, so one time, uh, me and my friend who lived in Tennessee... We were in there shooting bottle rocket fireworks where it's like, shh, like those types. And uh, yeah, so we were shooting them around in there and we had like a little fire going too, just a small little fire. And we heard somebody um, coming. So we're like, oh no, oh golly, someone's coming. We better run. So we panicked and then just like ran away from you know the barn and ran home. Well, we had a small fire going when we ran and we knew we did, but we were like, oh, it's not very big. We tried to put it out when we left. We were like, oh, F it. Let's just get out of here. So we got out. That was pretty much it. And the next day, or not the next day, but just like a few hours later, we had uh, gone to the guy that lived in Tennessee, his brother's house, which was far away. It was probably like maybe a two or three hour drive away. So we had gone there for like the weekend and we're like, oh, okay, you know, let's go. Let's get out of here, whatever. And uh, we weren't running from anything. We were just going there to visit. And sure enough, while we're there, we um, we we see so my friend had received a video from one of his friends on his camera phone. And I look at the video. It shows me. He's like, oh, my gosh, dude. Look at this. And he shows me. And sure enough, it's a video of the barn that we were in. And it was uh, completely up in flames. Like the whole thing was just out of control fire. And uh, there was like uh, in the field, there was like fire trucks there, a bunch of police. Woo, woo. Like it was like a big deal. I was like, oh my gosh. And at this point, I was like, oh boy, this is going to be bad. Because if they investigate this or somehow 
find out that we did it, dude, we're going to freaking juvie or something. Like, it's not going to be good. So I was freaking out. I was like, oh, no. I had that feeling where it's just like your life is over. It's just done. Um, there's nothing you can do about it. And I was like, oh, no. We, I, I, didn't, I didn't even want to go back to his hometown. I was like, screw it. I just don't want to go back there because I know they're going to find out. And when they do, we're screwed. So sure enough, the next day in the newspaper, front page, barn catches on fire, front page of the newspaper, uh, you know, a whole article about like people thinking, oh, I don't know how it happened. Maybe it was this, maybe it was that, blah, 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 whatever. And uh, the whole time, you know, we were reading everything. We knew exactly who did it. We knew exactly what went on. And it was so sketchy because I just like, I knew any day they were talking about, oh, we're going to investigate it. We're going to see how the fire started, this, that, the other. I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to investigate this crap. So I was just thinking, I mean, you know, you would have to, if you were investigating, you would have to wonder, okay, is there any kids that, you know, like 14 year old, 13 year old kids that live in the neighborhood who could have been, have they been shooting fireworks a lot? They've been doing this. You would have thought they would have put two and two together and be like, oh, it's got to be this kid or it's got to be these kids. Uh, and I was thinking any day it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. We're going to get the phone call from the police and they're going to say something and they're going to be like, Oh, did y'all do it? We know y'all did it. We, we did the research, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> so I was so scared, but somehow, somehow to this day, nobody ever found out who did it. Nobody ever found out how the fire started and, uh, we got away with it scot-free. So that was a big win for me. It was a big win for my friend. And it was uh, probably one of the worst things I've ever done. Probably one of the worst things. And uh, I'm going to connect this story, because it's a short story. If I have a short story, I'll connect it with another one. I'm going to connect this story with another story about a abandoned house. Okay. Now, this story has nothing to do with the other story, but it's very interesting. So in my neighborhood, uh, it was always kind of like a middle-class neighborhood that I grew up in. It wasn't wealthy. It wasn't poor. It was pretty white. Um, it just, you know, it was a middle-class neighborhood. Nothing special, nothing bad. And uh, yeah, but it, it would have a few people in your neighborhood that would be freaks, which I think most middle-class neighborhoods would have because it's like, you know, the serial killers, gotta, they got to live somewhere, you know? So we did have this, uh, this family, I don't even know, I wouldn't call it a family, I don't know what it was, but it was these people, we called them the hippies, and they live right down the street from us in a trailer, which, you know, I know that sounds like, oh, trailer, how's that middle class? But the neighborhood was weird, because, you know, you would go down one street, and it would have trailers, and then you go down another street, and it would have freaking nice mansions, and it's like, I don't even know what to think of it, but anyway, these people live in this trailer, and it turned out that they ended up getting arrested and going to prison, I'm sure, for a long time. Because I think they were, like, making bombs. And uh, they had, like, a, they plotted out a plan to, like, blow up some park. I don't know. It was weird. Some park in my hometown, they were trying to blow it up or something. I don't know. Don't ask me why they would do that. But that they got discovered and they went to prison. So we never saw them again. Um but right across the street from them, there was another house that was also a very sketchy house. Now, growing up, there was an old woman that lived in the house. Super ancient woman. You would never see her. And uh, when you did, she looked like a crazy person. I was like, oh my gosh, dude. And her house was depressing, okay? No maintenance whatsoever. Nobody would cut the grass. Nobody would do anything to take care of the house. It just sat there rotting away while that old woman lived there. 
Well, sure enough, one day, uh, the, the woman ends up dying or, like, going off to an old folks' home. I think she died. And uh, so a new family moves in. And the new family is sketchy, okay? The new family is sketchy, okay? So the kids look like they've never left their house in their lives. They're like little homeschool kids that are freaks. They look like freaks. The father is a complete freak. And the, oh, oh God, the whole family looks like, you know when you hear those stories where it's like, oh, we just found out that these kids have been locked in their parents' basement for 30 years now and they've finally come out, blah, blah, blah. Like that type of stuff, that's what this family was. Just beyond sketchy. And they continued the tradition of never, well, I think that, yeah, no, my bad. Let me take this back. The old woman would do some kind of maintenance to the house, like, Maybe mow the yard like once a month or something like that. She would actually do things. The new family would not do crap. The yard never got mowed. You would have little weeds that would grow into freaking full-blown trees because nobody would ever do anything. Uh, there was just like – they had a yard at one point. It was like behind the house. It turned into a forest. I'm not even lying. It was a forest, a full-blown – you could legitimately call it a forest. And it's only because they didn't ever cut the grass or anything, and it just turned into a forest. I mean, that's the only thing that happened to it. It's like, oh, my gosh, dude. So nobody ever knew what went on inside this house. Um, every now and then, you would see, like, the parents out in public, and you'd be like, oh, my gosh, there they are. And they look like total freaks. Uh, so nobody ever knew what happened. Well, eventually, they got evicted or, like, something happened. I think news broke that they were evicted, and, like, they had some sketchy stuff going on in there. Maybe their kids were taken away from them or something. Something like that happened. And uh, so we realized that the house was empty and nobody had moved in or done anything. Like nobody cleaned the house out. Nobody did anything. It was just left exactly like it was when they were in there. So we're like, dude, let's, uh, you know, let's go down in there and um, see, see if we can get in and see what the house looks like. Because I'm dying to know what's going on in that house. So sure enough, me and some my brothers and some friends, we go in and the doors open. And uh, we go in, and oh, my gosh. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, Hoarders, Buried Alive, but it was exactly like that, maybe even worse. So you go in the front door, and it's like, it looks like they've never taken out trash the entire time they've been in the house. They just, like, when they get down with something, they just throw it on the floor, and it's just like, it just stays there. It piles up. There was areas, I'm not even exaggerating, there was, like, a bedroom that had so much bull crap in it. It was probably knee deep and just crap. Just crap everywhere knee deep. As far as I can see. It's like, oh my gosh, dude. There was a hole in their floor that was probably the size of... Oh god, what would I say? It was big enough to probably put... Oh god, I don't even know. A big TV in it? I don't know. Like a big screen TV size floor hole in their floor. Um... That you could just fall into. And it just was dirt under there. Just dirt underneath the floor. And you could just go right on down in there. I think, honestly, I don't remember. I think they started throwing trash down there. But <laughs> So you keep walking and you see their kitchen. Oh my gosh. Open cans of food just everywhere. The, the microwave is completely molded over. Everything's molded over just beyond belief. It is, oh, it's like a horror movie in there. Uh, there was one area of their house where it just had a massive hole in the ceiling. Uh, and like, you know, you could just see the outside. And it was probably like a five foot by five foot hole. 
and just like leaves and bull crap and rain was just like coming into the house and it was just like a room with leaves in it and stuff and just a pile and it was it was their laundry room that had this a pile of clothes that was probably like I don't know three feet high and it was just getting rained on every day rained on every day and it was just just sitting there with leaves on it and crap it's like oh my gosh so much crap so much crap in that house unbearably bad then they had a minivan that was left there as well and uh the minivan was uh disgusting i think my friend threw like a brick through the back window i don't know i don't know what happened there but uh oh it was the most insane living conditions i've ever seen in my life it was torture honestly if you had to live in that house you could never function as a normal human in society ever there's no way like those kids guaranteed are going to either be like serial killers they're gonna have some really messed up lives guaranteed there's no way they can avoid being screwed up forever because of that house it was insane oh man i wish we had pictures of it for some reason this was like before the camera uh like smartphone days but oh boy i mean when i say bad it was devastating. I, I never thought I would see a hoarder's house like that, like ever. That's just stuff you see on TV. But it just goes to show you, like, you never know who's in your neighborhood, especially when you're in those little middle-class neighborhoods where a lot of the houses are pretty old. You don't know what's going on. Like, some of those neighbors could have been serial killers. We have no idea. Because nobody knew what was going on in that house. And then when you step foot in there, it's like, oh, my gosh, these were our neighbors? This was going on, you know, 100 meters down the street from me? Unbelievable. Uh, it, it, was, it was crazy. I mean, we had a lot of crazy neighbors, but that one took the cake. Without a doubt, that one took the cake. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's it for that. Hope you enjoyed the stories, guys. I'll talk to you next time on Real Good Podcast.